Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... Clinton! We're gonna bang your You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. This is the Music Mania Podcast, and I am Clint Schweitzer, and welcome to yet another edition of the show. Of course, we always appreciate uh, you hitting the uh, subscribe button on iTunes and YouTube, Whichever way you decide to uh, take in the program, we always appreciate it. At Music Mania underscore show. Always love the interaction and uh, appreciate any and all feedback. Usually negative, to be honest. That's just kind of how it works uh, in this world of, uh, of internet shenanigans. And I'm all about it. I will engage you and I will usually take you down. So welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite tribute acts to me. The best one in the business today. It's called Hairball. They're going to be in Kansas City Friday night at the Voodoo Lounge. You can get tickets. There's very limited amount. It's going to sell out. By the time you hear my voice, by the time this podcast airs, there may be no tickets left. But you've got to go to Ticketmaster.com and uh, look for Hairball at the Voodoo. It is a bombastic celebration of arena rock, and no one does it better than these guys. And we're going to be talking with guitarist from Hairball. Happy is going to join us to talk about all things Hairball, uh, starting the band 15 years ago and where it's come to now, where they're playing in front of large audiences, and in many instances, larger audiences than a lot of the bands uh, they're emulating. Obviously, uh, some of the bands, you know, uh, they cover it all from Motley Crue to Twisted Sister, Alice Cooper uh, to Van Halen, Aerosmith, Queen. They really run the gamut. The show is huge. The production is high. They really bring it all and they give you an amazing show. And to me, this could be the future of music for me uh, and for a lot of people that kind of live in the world where I do, which is that they appreciate, they love, they have this reverence for all things old school rock. That is me. That is why I do this show. That is why I do everything that I do. That's why I interview the people that I do, because that's the world I live in. That's my life. That is so important to me. I really don't have a connection with new rock music of today, with a few exceptions, of course. But I think bands like this that really hit the note, that hit the chord, that that are that give you that nostalgic feeling when you walk in there that they hit these songs note for note the uh, presentations the costumes the pyrotechnics this is going to be one of your funnest nights out so if you're in kansas city definitely hit up the show they are a nationally touring act they go everywhere check out their website hairballonline.com you can get all the information on dates and we're going to be talking with lead guitarist and one of the founding members of hairball right here on the music mania podcast welcome to the show happy how is everything going my man it's it's going good. I'm about to drive through and grab some coffee, and I got a bunch of rowdy kids with me in my truck driving, but I got my Bluetooth on, so... Uh, that, that, know, that's, be- that's maybe the most... That's the most rock and roll thing ever that I could think of. Happy, I tell you what, we uh, right. we uh, we definitely are looking forward. You're going to be here in Kansas City here on Friday night, man. I'll tell you what, the show is a virtual sellout. It will be sold out by Friday night. By the time this airs, you better have your tickets because I'm telling you what, Happy, you guys are coming in here to the Voodoo Lounge. You've been here before. Just talk about your times. Uh, I know you've been to Kansas City a few times. You're rolling in here to a sold out show. It's got to be a good feeling, man. 
Uh, yeah, it's the perfect crime, you know, if you can, uh, you know, it's good work if you can find it, you know, but it's, it's, uh, the best accident I've ever been involved with, you know, some of the most talented musicians that I've ever played with, and, uh, we're just doing the same things that we were doing in, uh, junior high school, you know, dressing up like Kiss and, and, uh, shooting off fireworks and, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Just, we just haven't. We just have insurance now, otherwise everything's the same. <laughs> yeah, you got fire marshals involved and uh, all the good stuff. But I'll tell you, you formed this band over 15 years ago. It's been 15 years. It, it, describe what your vision was kind of then. Uh, did you kind of see it getting to where it is now? Uh, the vision was not really started as a vision, you know. I came from playing in a couple bands in Atlanta. Uh, one of them was called Fozzie, which is like a thing that Chris Jericho and some of the guys that Spike Mojo had done, and and uh, they still do it, are doing quite well, and you should look them up. But, uh, you know, I came back, and Hairball was more of sort of a comedy act, and it slowly just sort of morphed into this more intense, realistic rock concert that it has become today, which is, you know, just rapid-fire smorgasbord of, of what's really cool. And it, uh, it's been the most fun I've ever had in any group that I've played in in my life, quite frankly. So it, it just every year is bigger than the last year, and we get to do what we want to do, which is uh, buy the guitars and amps that we want. I mean, I've got, we've got a huge crew and a, and a big production, you know? And uh, we're kind of like the traveling, uh, what would you call it? We're like the, the conventions uh, of rock and roll. You know, you get together under the same roof with a bunch of people talking about the first time they saw Kiss or Aerosmith or Van Halen. You know, some of the things that we do in our show. Sure. And, uh, it's you know, that's why it's called the celebration of arena rock. You know, that's about more than just what we're doing up there. But, you know... Sure. When you're Let's not forget that what we do up there is completely incredible because I don't know that you say that we're the most uh, note for note or, you know, I got some great musicians, but I think really what we do good is deliver the spirit that these groups did. The atmosphere and the environment and the intensity of what it was like back then when these concerts really were a big, intense party full of surprises, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and it's it's I've been able to see this show before, man. You guys uh, really bring it. I don't know if it, if you haven't seen it yet. This is a, it is absolutely unbelievable. A bombastic celebration of uh, arena rock. That's kind of the tagline. That's what you guys say when you're constructing this show. Happy, you talked about all the bands you cover. I mean, from Kiss to Alice Cooper, Twisted Sister, Motley Crue, Van Halen, Aerosmith, Queen. How do you construct a set list? How do you construct a show given all these uh, all these free reigns that you guys have? Well, uh, that's. A dartboard and a bottle of yang. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it, we just make our own fantasy concert, you know? I mean, I've, I've thought of all kinds of ways, like, oh, man, I'd love to see Van Halen open with this, and you know? Or whatever that would be. Some of it's logistics, because some of the costumes are very uh, complicated and take a lot of time to get in and out of, but we got a pit crew behind the scenes that, uh, you know, it's transitional, you know, and that's a cool thing about your ball is, you know, uh, if you, if you don't like Kiss, 
five minutes it turns into clean. If you don't like that, three minutes it will turn into journey. If you don't like that, it turns into Motley Crue and an ACDC and Guns N' Roses and Jeremy. If you don't like that, stop your terrible person. It should be sentenced to prison. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Happy, when you, when you envisioned this, did you ever see... Sort of the, I mean, the crowds have just grown. I mean, I saw you guys back in 2014 at the same venue. You're going to be here in Kansas City on Friday. But this time, we're talking about a sellout here. Over 1,500 sold out. I see you guys playing big venues, big crowds. I mean, that's got to be gratifying for you guys to show that what, what you guys are doing, you know, people are digging, people pick up on it. Word of mouth, you know, this thing spreads. And you guys are really playing, and you've, and you've been on stage with a lot of big big acts, with Gene Simmons, with Alice Cooper, uh, with Rob Halford. I mean, just all this encompassing just has to be kind of a, a dream come true for you guys. Well, it's... It- I've certainly had worse things happen to me, you know. <laughs> the, the ability to uh, to uh, play with the people that we actually portray in the show, which has happened with most of them, and it's usually done uh, to raise money for charity that, you know, uh, Camp Hometown Heroes, uh, they can't afford a complete Twisted Sister reunion, but Pete uh, Snyder's willing to come in and we can Twisted Sister with him or, whether it be Tom Kiefer or Vince Neal or Stephen Piercy, uh, Gene Simmons or Alice Cooper, or, you know, uh, standing next to these guys and performing with them and seeing how they work makes me feel good about what we do because you see the intensity and when you sit and chat with them and, you know, talk stories and just, you know, it's you, you just really see how great they are, how much, how much they've done, how much they have lived. That I feel justified that it's it's worth celebrating, you know, their legacy. And you know, some of them are still out there, still adding to their legacy. And you know, we're just going to give you a quick taste of what that's like. But you know, loving. If you haven't seen some of them, go see them now because none of them are getting any younger. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I got, that's a, well, we we generally represent the day, you know, where when when the bands were really setting a standard and uh, and uh, really for when they were known for breaking is usually when the eras that we'll tend to portray. So, you know, we're not going to play something up a, a a newer Kiss or Daryl Smith sure. or Van Halen record. I mean, we're we're going for the day, the day when MTV was playing videos by rock bands, you know, and it, it wasn't game shows. I mean, that's, you know, the, the day when, when one band would fill an entire arena, the lights went down and you didn't know what was going to happen, you know, but you knew it was going to get crazy, you know. Certainly, and you know, um, before, before we let you go, you know, I've talked to members of, of bands like Foreigner, of Sticks, you know, bands that have uh, less than all original lineups, and we talked about the fact that that this kind of thing maybe is the future of music. That because of the fact that um, modern rock music doesn't necessarily touch people the way that uh, arena rock did, that that, that that acts like Hairball may be the future of music to keep that music alive. How important is that for you guys? That's a big legacy to leave behind. In general, you're talking about paying tribute to the legacy of these bands, but maybe the legacy rests in your hands going forward because of the lack of originality in music today. Well, I, I think part of it is just uh, changes in, in technology. I mean, the Internet thing is not going away. Uh, 
So the day of uh, there being a ton of rock magazines, you know, Fergus and Cream and Metal Edge and, and Hit Parader and the shock value of seeing uh, one of these bands, or even on TV or, or uh, you know, anything. Nowadays, you can YouTube and see half of the show online, you know what the set list is. It's really hard to shock and have the mystique that there was back in that day. And there isn't the money in the industry because back then there were ridiculous record deals where, yeah. you know, they were making, you know, and, and now you can Pro Tools and record an album in your basement. And, um, and it's just, uh, the money isn't there because people can download so much of their music for nothing or next to nothing. So it's, uh, it's just a different climate that's out there, you know? And it's, I'm glad that I was alive in the 70s and the 80s when when that stuff was out there and had some mystique to it, you know? And I mean, I think that's just a piece of it, you know? Sure. So I, I can't say for sure what the future holds, but I know I uh, loved the experiences that I had, and when we walk on stage, I try to remember that. I try to remember the 16-year-old happy, and I like to carry that that kid on stage with me and uh, play with all the fire that that kid had in his heart, the excitement that that kid had in his heart when he was holding, you know, Kiss and Van Halen tickets in his hand. He camped out, you know, forever to just get those tickets and be see that show you know yeah i think that's the feeling of a lot of the audience as well and that's what it's all about bringing it back and i'll tell you happy i know it's a new year it's january we just uh had new year's we're uh heading into uh this show friday night the 12th but do you have any new year's resolutions everyone's got one it's time to unveil it now i uh i mean with us it's just always more every year is bigger than the last year we've never had a year that we haven't uh, experience growth and I mean I I just have to sometimes take a breath and realize that uh, these are the days of our lives <laughs> you know and it's happening right now and try to appreciate and not take for granted because there was a day when uh, you know playing bars and like wow we really packed the bar you see the dance floor boy it was packed almost all night you know to where now it's uh, you know a couple thousand, you know, anywhere from a thousand to, you know, 10,000 people yep. at a show for us. And, uh, and I just, and it's, it's great. I won't lie to you, you know, to have that be every week. That happens to me every week, you know. I have to sometimes, uh, again, carry that 16 year old happy with me that was like, man, this is, this is the best. And, it is. It's a fact. It is. It is great. So I uh, put the speakers in my grave because I don't ever want to end. <laughs> well, you just need a kiss casket for that. We can handle that for ten ten thousand. I think is the going rate there. So <laughs> no problem. Don't take payment. Don't take payments. I got to get my application in. I'm just waiting for approval. You know, I got a pretty good credit score. So. Oh man. <laughs> Happy, let me tell you this, man. The show is fantastic. I, I um, saw it back in 2014, and I'm going to see you guys here on Friday night in Kansas City at the Voodoo Lounge. Guys, there literally is under, like, 
20 tickets left. By the time that, that, that you hear this, it's probably going to be sold out. So whatever you do, get on the on the Voodoo Lounge website. Get your tickets now because it's going to be gone. Happy we're going to see you on Friday night, man. Can't wait to get you back in Kansas City and uh, have a great show, man. We'll be cheering for you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. You bet. See you, man. Up with Happy. Look forward to everything about the show Friday night. Going to be checking that out here in Kansas City at the uh, Voodoo Lounge again. Just a few tickets remaining. By the time you hear this, by the time I have it uploaded... Very good chance those are gone. Cannot thank you enough for joining me here as we are off and running in 2018. And again, I just want to reiterate how important I think it is. Uh, a band like Hairball, a lot of people, you know, you see a lot of bands, tribute bands. It's a big deal. Nostalgia is a powerful thing. Uh, you see a lot of bands now that uh, are going without original members that are just kind of keeping that brand alive. And to me, this is nothing different. You're keeping this music, the spirit alive. You're, you heard what Happy said about just paying tribute to what these bands meant to them uh, individually and, and the feelings that they felt going to these concerts. And they put that energy into these shows. And that's what it's all about. And I think that Hairball has a huge future. I think bands like that, to me, that that's what I see my future of concert attending being. So many bands dropping off the map, uh, you know, a lot of bands, you know, getting up there in age, you know, passing away, going away, breaking up. It's just part of what this is. It's part of what, you know, just part of life and growing older. And a lot of us probably felt like there would be bands to take their place. The truth of it is there hasn't been. So this is what it is. This is what you go see. I'm going to do it Friday night. Hope to see you there. Thanks so much for joining me here on the Music Mania Podcast. Some big shows coming up over the next couple weeks. We've got Gary Patterson, founding member of the Guess Who, coming up, as well as one of the best rock vocalists, um, really of all time, and that's Jeff Scott Soto, going to be joining us, just saying it flat out. Uh, he's been in Journey. He's uh, doing his own thing right now. He's also in a band called Sons of Apollo with Mike Portnoy and Bumblefoot. Going to be talking about everything he's done uh, from Yngwie Malmsteen, from Axel, Axel Rudy Pell on up to now with Jeff Scott Soto. That's all coming up here in the next few weeks. So thank you very much for uh, checking us out. Be sure to uh, hit that subscribe button and always send us a tweet at musicmania underscore show. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. We will catch you soon.